You ready? Do you have any thoughts? Are we going to ask some questions too? Probably not. You're really good at it though. You just, I know you're tired. This is our date right now. I'm very tired. I'm like, I took one sip Something of the damn appetizers. <laughs> I know I should have ate dinner. <laughs> I'm sure to put up our laundry from the suitcase. What's up, y'all? My name's Leticia, and you're listening to Confessions from the Closet, a podcast all about vulnerability and overcoming. It's time we get ourselves unstuck from these boxes and these closets that we've allowed ourselves to be trapped in. We're so much bigger than these boxes we've been in. It's time we go deep, y'all. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another week of Confessions from the Closet. I'm so happy to be back home. Except I miss vacation. Yes. Yes. Vacation. We home. We were on Fine vacation work. this week. Yeah. No. But uh, it was fun. Yeah. Maddie had her first day back at work after what seven or eight days off. Which yeah, I don't know. It was, a long it was nice. Yeah. Mondays are hard after Maddie's been off all day on Sunday and Sundays I'm gone all day at church for like five hours and Apollo's like just with mom or with darling. And Mondays are hard because you've gone back to work. Now you've been home for eight days or seven days. And Apollo was so fussy today. Like I couldn't leave his side. We held hands. We watched lots of movies, which was, I'm not complaining. I'm tired. But I felt like I didn't get anything done. We're all sad when you go back to work. Me too. We miss you. So thank you for working so hard for us. Um, Anyways, vacation was amazing. If you listened last week, you knew that we filmed right before we left town. And we got to go to Austin, where I'm from, where I was born and raised, and go see my aunt and uncle and lots of friends. Not as many as we would have hoped to see, but we saw a few friends. Um, And it was good. Yeah. It was good to get away. Uh, After all the stuff that we had gone through, the two weeks before vacation, I think it was just like a reset and refreshing to be around so many people like just as we are which i don't know i feel like we're as we are here but it was just like it was just different it was so fun it was so fun there's really no schedule your aunt and uncle are just so great oh they were the best it was funny yes the view was to die for literally it was amazing yes it's like and we're on a little resort yeah got to invite friends over to their house two different days it was, it was amazing. I'll insert some pictures. Thank you for that. Yeah. And Susan and Uncle Kurt. It was a great vacation. And um, I don't know, just being so awesome. We're from Amarillo, which is the Bible Belt. And um, the Bible Belt of Texas, anyways. A little bit more conservative. Um, lots of churches. I guess that's why it's called the Bible Belt, right? It's very, like, I don't know. That's what it's always been called, as far as I know. Very Christian. You know that Austin that no one moved here. That that's what I heard. Yeah, it's. I think yeah, because Austin's way more liberal, um, way more free. If you grew up in Austin, you knew who Leslie was. Um, he was the guy in the bikini, always dancing. I don't remember what street it was on, but I grew up watching that. So Austin's a lot different than Amarillo. Um. <laughs> Keep things weird. What does it say? Keep keep Austin weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I told you I wanted to live there. I know. Well, I almost moved there before I met you, so hmm. that was my other option. I came here and met you, and hello, here we are in Amarillo, eight years later. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! No, I'm just kidding. But we talked about moving to Austin. We've talked mm-hmm. about it all the time. Um, we just have so much family here, and our amazing church family, and. We even talked about it this weekend. Like, man, it would be so nice to just be in Austin. There's definitely a lot more. You see a lot more gay people walking down the street, and it makes you feel like you don't stand out as much. I think that's the difference. Like, we're safe here. We have a safe circle, pretty much, for the most part. Um, With the exceptions of what y'all heard about last week on episode 15. This is episode 16. Can you believe it? Um. But there, it just felt like we didn't stick out. Even driving downtown, like, Amaya's like, oh, my gosh, look at all the rainbow flags. And that was sweet for her to get so excited about it. And I went to the Deep Eddy Distillery, which was really cool. And they had 
pride shirts and pride flags, which I was going to bring down here, but I totally forgot. Um, y'all means all, all over the place. Yeah. That was very comforting because you just, you don't always feel safe. Um, Mm -hmm. when you see something like that, you're like, okay, I'm in a safe space. Doesn't mean there's not crazies there, but, um, you feel more safe. Your guard can come down a little bit more. Um, because I feel like my guard's up a lot. Like, who am I around? Who's going to see something? Who's going to say something? I didn't feel like that there at all. Not once. Did you? We were in our normal self, so it's not yeah, like we were holding like, hands or something. No, but I felt like I felt way more safe. Like, I wasn't <laughs> afraid to, like, I'm getting better at this even at church. It's just, it's over. We talk about this. It's overcoming all this like trauma and this isn't okay things still like when you're around people I just literally internalized so many things as a kid that I was I literally believed I would burn right away if I acted on any of my feelings um and that wounds you I don't know Mm -hmm. childhood trauma is real and we all have it I would tell you all the time, we're trying to constantly heal our inner Mm -hmm. child. But there, I just felt like it just felt different. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. Yeah, it was great. There wasn't a day that I was like, oh. Yeah. It's great. It was great. Um, We got to meet with some of my friends uh, and talk with them for like three hours. I haven't seen them in forever. I haven't seen them in probably 15 years, maybe. I don't know. It was 2000 five or six i might have been in college we couldn't figure it out um but i grew up around them they knew me when i was like 12 maybe even 10 so maya's age which is crazy and they have a child who has come out trans and or non-binary pansexual different it's like a journey Um, and you, you met them where i met them at church church right yeah um and we got to really just talk to them about that and that journey and what that looked like for them. And that it just felt like we hadn't missed a beat in all those years. I was like, yes, this is why I love them because it was yeah, the same. They were really sweet. It was the same feeling I had as a kid, like as a 12 year old looking up to them. Um, it was that same feeling. It was just like being home again. And they helped me so much they had such a big impact on my life they I, I talk about them all the time to Amaya um but and I'm not saying names because I just yeah it's not I don't I didn't ask permission I'm sure it'd be fine but anyways um hi because I know you're listening but uh they did they had such an impact on my life and even just sitting there for the three all hours their energy that they brought I mean I've, I had never met them yeah I've heard stories but as soon as they came it was peaceful it was Great conversation. Deep. We went deep. Yeah. Fast. They were so genuine and yeah. Which is open I th- and we got to talk a lot. Yeah. I got to listen a lot too. Yeah. Got to hear their story and just what it's like being parents to an LGBTQ kid, you know, um, teenager and walking that journey. And even they said that like when they first came out to them. They're like, oh, that makes sense. But they, um, she felt like she didn't do a good job. I'm like, as a gay person, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, dude, you did great. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, obviously, as teenagers, are like, nothing's ever right. But as an adult who wishes I had the courage or the knowing that I would be okay to come out at that age um, without abuse or fear or whatever. Uh, they did great. They're doing great. Mm-hmm. You know, they're walking this journey and together, together as a couple and with their child and their child's like so self-educating that they had already done all this research and um, they were well, it reminded me of Cody, Chana's son, mm-hmm. um, Chana Transwalma and how researched he was on like the top surgery and all the things and the hormones and all the things. It's like, that's amazing. I hope Amaya is as well educated 
on her own now that we're homeschooling um, because their child's homeschooled too. I hope that I teach Amaya to educate herself when she's curious about whatever it is Mm -hmm. in life. Um, I haven't felt open enough to talk to us about it. I think that's key as a parent. Yes. To make your kids feel comfortable and safe. No matter what it is. I was talking to your brother upstairs. Her Money's little brother is living with us right now, and I get to talk to an adult every day. It's really nice because <laughs> Maddie's at work a lot, and uh, when she comes home, the kids want her attention. So I was talking to him earlier, and it was just like it doesn't matter if your kid's not LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. You want to raise them to know that they can trust you with anything, pregnancy, whatever it is. Um, suicidal thoughts depression because if they can't come to you that's when they go try to figure out how to handle those things on their own and they're too young to know how to Mm -hmm. handle it i mean i'm 33 and i don't know how to handle a lot of things still say that again yeah Uh i'm trying to learn how to handle you (laughs) (laughs) just kidding still haven't (laughs) yeah still haven't figured that one out um but how important it is as a parent to raise your kids to Research. I mean, I, my mom raised me to research, mm-hmm. which is why um, when I did come out, I researched both for and against the Christian side on that because my faith is and always has been so important to me. Um, but I, I've always known to mm-hmm. research. So I hope I'm going to pass that down to Amaya because it was really awesome to hear that another, you know, the kids are doing that. I think it's important. Yeah. And safe. And we met another person. Well, they have easy access. Yeah, to way everything. easier. I don't have. I had an encyclopedia and, and any of that. I had, like the yeah. encyclopedias in the dictionary. Like that was my. I learned how to Google mm-hmm. in encyclopedias, yeah. and I was good at it. But you, you wouldn't have been able to look any of the the stuff. That's oh, that thing now. didn't even exist. I yeah. don't know that it existed back then. Um, so I'm saying, like, we didn't have even, any access. Now they can. Yeah. Any question in their mind, they can look up. Yeah. Or they can get the right answer. No, but. Or yeah. maybe. Well, and to be able to research outside of what the media is putting in front of you or outside of what just your news feed on social mm-hmm. media, which we all talk about. We don't, Amaya does not have social media yet. She has a private TikTok to dance on. Um, what's being put in front of them versus like seeing like the vast amount of articles and research that's out there and knowing how to filter through things and find good information. Mm-hmm. And that that's what's important. You can find stuff. I'm just like, mm, I'm not sure about that. But um, that was, I don't know, it was really refreshing. We met another person while we were there, and their kid, who's like 10, came out as pansexual. Mm-hmm. Which, and they were like, what, do you, what does that mean to you? It's just like, I am who I am. I just am. And that's probably more like a non-binary feeling as well. Just, I am. And I feel that way sometimes. I don't want to be, oh, Leticia. I know, it's crazy that we Happened to meet somebody. Yeah, someone else, like, randomly at my aunt's house. Same age as Amaya. Yeah, and they they helped lead the Chase Pride event. Um, just, it was just really cool to, yeah. to get to meet. All our experience every day was really yeah. And, uh, cool. I just, I think it's so cool that kids, I know a lot of parents are against this, and it's grooming, or and I used air quotes because I've seen this on Facebook. It's like grooming, or um, just from taking away from the Christian traditions. Well, I think a lot of the Christian traditions are crap um, because they caused a lot of trauma to me. But the Holy Spirit, thank God, thank Him, literally is bigger than mm-hmm. the doctrine indoctrination and the straight grooming i guess we could even say because all we saw was straight media straight people straight couples was still gay mm-hmm. i mean i remember the first movie i saw was imagine me and you i don't even know if you've seen this movie this is super we're gonna have to watch it we'll, we'll look it up <laughs> it's like one of my favorite movies like it's sad because she's like married to this man but then she, like her florist or whatever in the wedding or something they like just fall in love and then like the first time they like secretly hold hands oh my gosh i finally understood what my sister felt but at the same time i was still terrified i would go to hell for those feelings so it's like i had to hide those feelings you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and all i saw was straight media and then glee club came out and i saw you know i was older i had my own apartment i had a job i was in houston by myself (laughs) and santana lopez comes along and i'm like oh my gosh And then Pretty Little Liars and Emily's the lesbian character on there. It's like, 
it all mm-hmm. makes sense. But all I saw my whole life was like straight media and I didn't get it. Like, of course, I like the romance and I, I like that. But I mm-hmm. never got the butterflies when they kissed until I saw two girls kiss in a movie. It's not grooming. It's just going to make them understand that they're not alone. We talked about that this yeah. week. Like growing up as a kid, knowing we were gay, you thought you were the only one. Mm-hmm. There was no other. There was no couple to look up to. There was no couple at church, lesbian couple at church, you know, dedicating their children or getting baptized mm-hmm. with their daughter or singing on the worship team. There was there was not an image that told us you can do this. And God loves you. Um, but I still knew it was true eventually. Like when I came out, I knew that that was a possibility because God told me that, not because I had seen it. Mm-hmm. So all that to say, I love, I know that a lot of parents, especially in the Christian world, have a problem with it. But why? Like ask yourself really why? Because you're scared they're going to be gay or trans or whatever. Is that why? Because you're scared they might actually be that? Because if they are, they already are. And if you're welcoming open language and open talk and even movies that include gay, lesbian, trans characters, and they are that, you're letting them know they're okay. They're going to do research. They're going to find things on their own. Mm -hmm. They have a phone, I'm sure, especially as they get older. But one thing I love is when we do see, like, we've been watching Station 19 because what's-her-face, uh, <laughs> Karina from Grey's Anatomy is with the, I can't even think of her name right now, from Station Captain 19. Something. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, I got it. This is a new lesbian story, babe. We got to watch it. So we've yeah. been watching it. And then when Apollo will watch any, like, two women kiss, he's like, oh. And I love it because Maya thinks it's gross, like, if we kiss. She's like, because she's a 10-year-old. And uh-huh. She's been feeling that way for about two years. It's like, ugh. But that wouldn't change if we were a man and a woman. She's just a 10-year-old, and it's weird uh-huh. when her parents show affection. Um, but Apollo thinks it's cute, and it he doesn't discriminate against mom and dad kissing in a movie or whatever. It's just, but his mom's kissing and loving each other is normal for him. That's his normal. Um, I don't know. I have a lot I want to say, but I don't want to be offensive to anyone on the post that I'm referring to about grooming. Um, Anyways, I guess I could talk about it. Can I talk about it? Or should I just, it's from two weeks ago. Anyways, a friend made a post. I might've talked a little bit about this last week. And a lot of Christian white women came on that post and had a whole lot of opinions and brought in, it was about pronouns, brought in all the stuff against LGBTQ Mm -hmm. people and, ruining the christian purity culture which is another joke um (laughs) let's be real let's cause more trauma to our children um but what bothered me the most is that person who shared that post never once mentioned that she sings on a worship team with a lesbian who has an amazing family that lesbian's me um because she's seen the unicorn which is us we're the thing that nobody thinks can exist, and we do. And um, I'm not mad, but it was just kind of like, I wanted to go be like, yeah, she sings with a lesbian. That's me. My kids love Jesus, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but she didn't say anything. And not that she has to, but I know she loves us. And yeah, it just bothered me because it's like, man, she's just talking about pronouns and y'all go attack all the LGBTQ people and uh, we do exist and Jesus does love us and um, Jesus is in us and works through us. And uh, yeah, it bothered me. We're it all hurt from the same feelings. God yeah, is, we're, is the whole point. We're all made in the image of God. Every one of us. Every single one of us, which... Um, Brings me to the other topic was, you know, we got to talk to all these these people who um, their kids have come out for whatever different types of coming out, like pansexual and trans and non-binary or whatever. And then we were with 
um, to other lesbians who asked me, how do, how do I feel about that as a podcaster and a Christian? How do you feel about that? And I didn't really get to answer the question. Um, and so my thoughts, this is my thoughts. How do you feel about transgender people is what I understood the question to be. Um, and then we ended, even talked about intersex, which I don't know a whole lot about intersex. And I would love to interview someone who is intersex just to like educate people more on that. But on the answer of transgender, I think I believe, and I know God made me gay. Mm. Um, I believe, and I know that, and I know he did it for a purpose and I know he didn't mess up in the same sense. I believe God made all my trans friends trans. And as much as I want my rights, the more I interview trans, like parents of trans kids and trans people, the more I become like on fire to fight for them, even more so than the L L and the G, (laughs) Um, because they have less rights and they are being murdered and being harassed and being fought against instead of for mm-hmm. and something i've talked about on other episodes is pastor daryl will say if you don't understand someone invite them over for dinner have a glass of wine and break bread like have dinner with them mm-hmm. and ask them about their story because we can't judge what we don't know mm-hmm. we can't be afraid of what we don't understand i I identify as gay. Like the word lesbian is just like, it's a weird word to me. Um, but I'm a lesbian, uh, technically. But anyways, I always say gay. <laughs> Some people identify as queer. I still find that word to be derogatory because it was used in a derogatory way for so many years. Mm-hmm. I don't like the word dyke because I heard it used in a derogatory way so many years growing up. Oh, yeah, so I identify as gay. Um, been called dyke before doesn't feel good uh because it was used in a mean way but anyways i lost my train of thought because i was thinking about past things (laughs) um the more i get to hear these stories the more my heart breaks that people can't just see the heart Mm -hmm. god talks about when um he's choosing david as a king He says, you see the outward appearance, but I see the man's heart. And I don't think that story is in there by mistake. I think it's because it's like, hey, you should look at a person's heart. Don't judge a book by its covers, like the same (laughs) thing. But everyone does. Yeah, Yeah, but everyone does. Um, And if you just could sit down with someone and hear their stories or listen to my podcast and hear their stories, which is the point of the podcast is to share more stories to help people understand better, to get more allies to fight for not just us, but the whole community because we don't have equal rights and we don't have equal treatment and we don't feel safe everywhere we go. Um, And trans people feel even less safe. Mm. it's amazing. I I always say that our greatest weapon in life is our stories. And it's so true because if you'll just sit down and listen to someone's story, you can understand them better. You can understand why they do things they do or, or whatever. You can understand so much. Mm. And, uh, so yes, I absolutely believe trans people are made in the image of God and they are not confused because nobody knows a man's heart, but the man and God himself or the woman and God himself or they and God himself. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're not that person just like you're not me and you can't tell me what I meant or what I know. You know, I was told on TikTok this week by a troll that I was following my father, the devil, (laughs) following your father the devil in the same video i'm pretty sure i said jesus i was talking about jesus and i'm pretty sure that demons have to flee at the name of jesus so i'm like um that doesn't work but okay thank you (laughs) (laughs) thank you for your comment you don't have a name or a picture move on um yeah i i know trans people are born that way and even our friend victoria something she talked about was that 
that happens in the womb. That there's studies that are showing that like gender, even being gay happens in the womb. It has to do with the environment of your mother and your, if you have a father or whatever your other parent is, the one carrying you and the other parent. Um, is there trauma happening? Is there too much hormones? Is there all these things? There's all these factors that cause it. Um, not to like say it's the mom's fault because it's not what I'm saying. Uh, but I mean, I know a lot happens in the womb. I also know that God's the one that knits us together in our mother's womb. It says that too. So, um, yeah, he didn't mess up. He just, he, he doesn't make mistakes. Uh, we make mistakes. <laughs> um, and not saying that trans people are making a mistake by choosing that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we make mistakes in loving each other. We don't do a good job of it. Um, yeah. just to drive the point, get to know someone's story. Don't just assume, don't just make it up or take someone else's word for it. Like literally you get in the trenches and go invite that person to dinner with you. And if you're unchanged, then I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, I'm pretty sure if you hear anyone's story and the pain they've been through, you'll feel different when you leave that dinner. And that's how I feel every time I get to interview someone or talk or talk to someone like we got to in Austin, got to talk to so many people and hear so many stories. Um, yeah. What are your thoughts on it? I mean, you've been out way longer than me. Like someone 11 say. years long. Well, you probably have more like stories. I, I mean, don't know. Do you, I mean, you went to like gay to clubs yes. and I mean, that's how I, I didn't. Met, that's how I met Victoria and she's one of my best friends. And yeah. when I think about it, I defend her. So yeah, I she's hate the to best. say, oh yeah. The best. You're the best, Victoria. She's my girlfriend. She's my she's girlfriend. Victoria. Yes. She's it. She makes me she's, look good. She's got my hair on point. She has a great heart. She has the best heart. Yes. When I mean she will give for I don't know. How long did I say we're friends been friends for? I have no idea. Seventeen years? I don't know. I'm just making uh, that number so up. Did my, I make it up? You know, real experience and God, she wrote so I her mom, I mean is the most loving. Oh, her parents are oh, amazing. Her, yeah, her sister, dad, every. I mean, I'm, I've been friends with her for so many years, twenty years, I guess, somewhere around there. Yeah, fifteen plus. Yeah, but yeah, I don't like when people post stuff about trans or because it's not fair. Yeah, it's well. And anyone that meets actually meets them. Everyone in my family. Almost half of the, uh, the, I know for sure all the girls have gone to get their hair done with her. And you cannot say that she's, everyone knows it. They love her. Oh, yes. She's the You're best. Absolutely. I mean. She exudes love and joy and her, her energy and vibration frequency has always been another level. It's even knowing all the stuff she's gone through. She mm -hmm. literally. Would do anything. For vibrates on a just, high just frequency. Person. Yes. And it, bo yeah, it bothers me too. And and that's something I was thinking about because we, we did last week's podcast and talked about all that. But the people who are hurting or the people who are <laughs> the people who are making those posts, those hateful posts, what happened to them as a child? You know, people often want to assume that if you're gay or you're trans, you were molested. Well, that's not my story. Mm -hmm. It's not very many of our stories. Um, but my question or is. Or that the molester was gay. Yeah. And yeah, it's like you can't, you can't use, as we said with a Catholic lady who prays away the gay every day, you can't use one person's story to be for the mass. You can't use just like with the whole police thing you can't use one bad cops to do the whole mass mm -hmm. community you know what i mean you can't there's bad seeds in every people group every, every community yeah, absolutely you can't let them ruin it for everyone there's so much good in the world there really is um but my question is were the people who are homophobic did they get molested by someone of the same sex did they get hurt by someone you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've really been praying about it because I'm like, God, I don't, I don't understand why they think it's okay to be hurtful 
or funny or why they're so turned off by something. It's not like because I'm gay, I'm after every single woman or because someone's trans, like Victoria said, I'm not after every single man. Yeah. Like we're not some pervert pedophiles. No, that's usually the straight white men that are hurting and molesting the kids. Sorry if you're a straight white man and that's not you, but that's like statistically, it's usually a pastor or a priest. It's usually someone you trust, someone who's straight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not us. We already have enough shit against us. Why would we want to add more? You know, we just want to live. We just want some freedom. Yeah. We want to serve in church. We want to have babies, yeah. raise our babies. And also, like, the family members of these people, stories that we're hearing that just totally... Turn their backs. Oh, turn their backs on them for loving their kid. For loving their kid, yes. And and on the kid. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, we're really blessed that, one, I mean, we were older, but, and I know mom lost a lot of friends, mm-hmm. especially church friends, but it's like, man, Jesus. That's all I can say. It's like my friend was saying at dinner, she's like, I am seeing Jesus more and more as I've become, um, just an activist, really, an ally mm-hmm. for the LGBTQ community. And also they have adopted four little black boys. And so there's that, too, because they're a white family. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes you see things differently when you're living a different story all of a sudden. It makes you fight. When you hear people, if you literally will sit down with someone and have dinner, it makes you see the world different. Sit down with someone who's different than you. Yeah. Get out of your bubble. Yeah, I think that's why I love our church so much is because we have the prisoner reentry programs. We have like people who are in prison that get to come work and then they get to come to church. They've made mistakes and they're trying to help them get out of that. We have ex-drug addicts. We have lesbians. We have gays. We have um, people who have committed adultery and their marriage now years later is thriving. We have a band of misfits, people who buy the church, the um I can't even think of the freaking name. Uh, <laughs> Pharisees, right? By the Pharisee standards, would not be qualified. And Jesus says, but you are. And Jesus said, but they are. Jesus didn't like the Pharisees. He wouldn't like them today. And I guarantee a lot of the people who are homophobic and having a hard time with us would not welcome Jesus if he was walking next to us. Yeah, Because he doesn't look... Like we think he looks. And he wasn't who people want to paint him out to be. He was hanging out with the tax collectors, the prostitutes, the all the people who society said weren't good enough. Because he was trying to make a point. And uh, all the Christians, quotes, air Christians, the air quote Christians, uh, who have turned their backs on people who are for loving their LGBTQ kids or for being part of that community. Or not dressing the way you think they should dress or yeah, like, look or it's just, it's, once who again, are you, enough is who enough. are you following? Are you following a, a religion? Yes. That, in my opinion, you are. Because yeah. Jesus wasn't that and Jesus isn't that. Um, Jesus is kind. Here we go. <laughs> Getting the excited. I was because I was talking about dressing. <laughs> I was thinking about like I wore me and my cousin three days apart. <laughs> answer we would would dress the same we would i mean all the time we'd wear her dad's polo shirts which were like huge large and we were small skinny bit skinny little things i mean we'd sneak his shirts wear them she'd wear blue and i'd wear a green one i mean she is straight four kids i mean loves boys well she's been married but totally different she loves me though and yeah, <laughs> but you know, is and my they hated the way we dressed. Why are you dressing like that? Because you loved it. But we, yeah, we were just silly kids. I obviously am a lesbian, and oh, she's I saw straight, pictures of you, and I'm like, lesbian. How did they not jerseys know? Jerseys, and but she would wear them too. It's not like she didn't. Yeah, but y'all were like, yeah. y'all were free, and and that's yeah. It's just funny. Yeah. I dress. Don't be answering them pictures, girl. 
Yeah, I want to put them on. I got one. No, you don't. It's an orange hat. I'm pretty sure you're wearing. Oh, that is not a good Oh, I love one. it. It's so no. cute. You're so cute. Um, but I'll insert, I'm not going to do it to you and not insert mine. Like, okay. uh, there's pictures of me wearing the same basketball jerseys, long basketball shorts. And that was something I talked to them about. Like, I didn't even go to their wedding because I was in this season. Our friends who have a trans kid, I was in this season of, I did not, I never liked dresses. I still a wonder to me why I wore a <laughs> wedding dress. You know what I mean? We're going to get remarried. In. And I'm going to wear this fine suit. It's going to be skinny. My booty is going to look good. I don't look, I'm going to look good, babe. Don't worry about it. Oh, but I, I will know. not wear a dress. <laughs> My I will not let you point. wear a dress or that. Hell no. Or a skirt. I hate, so I hated dresses <laughs> growing up. <laughs> that damn skirt. Well, with the bow tie. Um, but I like short shorts. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I, I love short shorts now. Good and everything. I didn't like them growing up. But anyways, I was in the season where it was just like, I to go to a formal event, I didn't want to wear a dress, but it wasn't a social norm thing mm -hmm. for young. Like I've seen all these kids going to prom wearing like suits and stuff, like girls. And I'm like, oh, I love that. I see parents even yeah. let their kids wear whatever they want. Yes. Like, and there's I, not a, at home, I could wear whatever I wanted. I don't ever tell my, you need to wear a dress. You're going no, to church. She loves dresses. But damn it. She wants to wear a dress every time. She's I, totally opposite yeah, than us. I did get annoyed when she wore Crocs to church, but that's another story. I was like, girl, you got, 700 pairs of nice shoes in there and you wore crocs where are her new shoes i know we are a shoe family like we love shoes um apollo has lots of shoes too anyways i was in this season where i just didn't mm -hmm. i didn't like formal events like swim banquets all the banquets because i nothing felt comfortable and then yeah. you, know, you can't wear a basketball jersey and basketball shorts to a wedding like okay. that's awkward and yeah, no, so you're gonna stand that. out like sore thumb doing that so i just didn't go and yeah. i never told them that's why i didn't go till now recently really cute oh feminine suits yeah and and sexy and yes and i do i i dress very it's like a androgynous style i think that i would have because um all I, your style I, changes. My style does change, but I think it's I'm like the, coming bit, into. Yeah, I like I like t-shirts. T-shirts. Um, someone skinny. Someone jeans. told me you, you don't need to wear t-shirts every week, and I'm like, then I won't come to church. I love t-shirts. I love t-shirts and skinny jeans with rips in them. I don't think I own any jeans without rips in them. No, they feel weird to me. Um, but I love t-shirts. I've been buying men's small t-shirts too because I like the way they fit me. I really like this shirt. I told you, I was like, I look in this shirt <laughs> when I put it on earlier. Because I like, I feel confident in it. And uh -huh. it's just a t-shirt. But um, thankfully, you have let me explore my style. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think people should dress in what makes them confident. Mm -hmm. And our kids like include Angelica's fiance. She dresses really cute. Yes. Really cute. Uh, some of those jackets, I'm like, okay, where All of did you get that very suit stylish. jacket? It reminds me of stuff that you would probably wear. Oh, yeah. Very cute. I need to reach out to them. Like, I like that. Um. Anyways, I love. But you didn't want to wear a dress. I didn't want to wear a dress. And there was nothing appropriate to wear. So I just didn't go to the wedding. And it's like, they have the most fun wedding. I remember seeing pictures and hearing stories. And I was so sad that I didn't go. But. I was too scared. I was just, mm -hmm. that was that season of life where I was really figuring out. Oh, we got real close to that mic. I was really understanding and figuring out that I was gay. I knew back then. And um, nothing felt comfortable. I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, always long shorts. I was a basketball player, but it was always long shorts, always baggy t-shirts as well. Um, I had like the ponytail. Even when I was in, like, fifth grade, I did, like, my dad had this, like, where you part it back and you do the side. <laughs> I would do that. I was the dorkiest dork. But people thought I was cool. I don't know why. I th I look back and like, Kinda like you were a dork. I still am, yeah. I, I just am confident in who way. I am. I'm like, yeah, this is me. Whatever. You're cute. Like, I'm just me. Um, but my mom raised me to be just me. I and, know. Uh, thanks, Mom. Love it. But I would, like, push my hair and then I, it was third grade because it was when Cole was born. Oh. And then I do this side part and I hairspray it and then I put it in a ponytail. So I had like my dad's part with ponytail. Like, come on. How did you not know, dad? Yeah. It was obvious. Um, I guess I always wanted a short haircut. But yeah, just 
it was such a weird season to like, I knew who I was, but I wasn't comfortable. And then finally, when I did come out, my relationship with my dad got better. I was less afraid to wear short shorts. It was like, I was, the clothes were hiding me. Mm-hmm. It was like, I was hiding and the clothes were another part of me that was hiding. That makes sense. You know? Yeah. And it did. As soon as I came out, it made sense to me. I was like, I didn't have to hide anymore. Mm-hmm. I could wear whatever. I could wear the shorty shorts I wore the night I met you. Um, hugging all the right places, I guess, as you, according to you. <laughs> um, you know, I could. I still don't like tight shirts. I've never liked tight shirts. Yeah. It bothers me. Um, I've never had big boobs. And especially now that I've just gotten done nursing Apollo for two and a half years. I did that. I'm proud of it. Please talk crap. My boy didn't get sick. Um, He was taken care of during the whole pandemic by my breast milk. Um, That is not an easy job. And I did it anyways. They're even smaller now. Um, But I've never even every time I've worn something that's like tight on my chest. And then I see the pictures later, like I wore to the wedding. I'm like, oh my God, why did I wear that? Why didn't I wear the one? It just, it doesn't make me feel confident. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I will rock a bikini. (laughs) As far as t-shirts go. Mm -hmm. It just, I don't know, something about it. Um, But I'm glad I know that and I can do that. So I love that there are so many parents now that are... um, their kids are coming to them and coming out. I think it's amazing. I think it's going to save them so much depression, like save Mm -hmm. them from depression, save them from suicidal attempts, save them from isolation, save them from thinking they're not good enough. Mm -hmm. Um, Because to the parents that are like, no, this is bad. We're changing them. Uh, No, we're saving them. Mm -hmm. We're saving them from, that statistic, that statistics, the suicide rate is going to go down as the years go on for the LGBTQ community. Um, and that's what it's about to me. I don't know. Yeah. There. Okay. I, I mean, is there anything you can think of? There was that video I wanted to show you. I don't know how long we got like 48 minutes. I could do, do you want to see it? Okay. Okay. So this is a video from like two years ago. I'll insert it like I normally do. I saw it on TikTok recently. You don't have to watch the whole thing. Um, let me get this ad. This pastor from Tennessee. Homosexuals. You understand me? This sermon is to show you that our government, like the police, like the federal government, the police, or what have you, should enforce Leviticus 2013. The United States government, or local government, Knox County government, Tennessee government, should put murderers to death. Right. Should Amen. put rapists to death. Amen. Should put kidnappers to death. Amen. Should put adulterers to death. Amen. Should put sodomites to death. Amen. Homosexuality. It should still be a crime, people. Just like murder Amen. and rape and all of these things. It Amen. should still be a crime. But the government should do their job. Right. Instead of running radar on the interstate, why don't you go arrest some queers? How about that? Somebody stands up, oh, I'm LGBTQ. Here's how it should work. It shouldn't work where we go out and we enforce the laws because the Bible says the powers that be are ordained of God and God has instilled the power of civil government to send the police in 2019 out to these LGBT freaks and arrest them and have a trial for them and if they are convicted then they are to be put to death. You understand that? It is a capital crime that should be uh, uh, carried out by our government. Put to death. Executed. We should be executed for being wow. LGBT. Poor guy. Some, I saw a lot of the comments. I wish I could find the TikTok. I saw a lot of comments on this. Uh, I feel sorry for him. Yeah, so this pastor is like screaming. I'll insert the clip, but he's like talking about how 
LGBT people, they, he's talking about Leviticus law, which is Old Testament law, mm-hmm. who Jesus came to take care of. Old Testament law is gone, which there's a lot of things that should happen if you want to go by that law. Um, we're all breaking it. Uh, yeah. Anyways, he's saying that LGBT people should be arrested. And then if they're found to be LGBT, they should be executed. Yeah. In the comments, though, they're like, oh, my gosh, he's in a closet. He's, you know, yeah. he's gay. Because a lot of the other things is like a lot of homophobic people end up coming out later. They are hating their own self. They are having, they are not accepting of themselves. They're so scared of who they are. And I was that person. I've talked about it a little bit, but when I, when I was in FCA, like I would, I had all these athletes as my campers and a lot of them were gay and clearly, and you could tell, and they were more open, but I would like talk about how it was a sin. I even told some of my best friends that it was a sin. And I knew I was gay. I was preaching to myself. And uh, I wrote a blog because I blogged when I came out. I was blogging. And I just recently went to it because I've thought about like bringing those back out and um, doing some new ones. But uh, I apologize. And I was like, if I ever made you feel that you were wrong for being who you are, I'm sorry. Um, I knew, I knew I was being a hypocrite at the time, um, but I was so scared to be myself and I'm sorry if I ever made you feel less than, um, and I, I can even say that about not fighting for the trans community before getting to know more. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that I was against it or that I thought it was wrong. I've never thought that I didn't understand it cause it's not my story, but the more stories I hear, the more I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm I'm so thankful to know you and I'm so thankful to share your story and hear your story. And I want to support you and fight for you more and more. Um, Yeah. But that guy was like heated. And I think that's what a lot of our, a lot of our street church friends don't know, you know, that, that hate is still out there to that degree. People still think you should be killed for being gay. Um, it is still, it is still a thing in other countries. Um, oh, yeah. you can still get arrested. I have a lot of followers and, uh, not a lot. I have a few followers. I'm gonna have a lot. Okay. Manifest it. Um, in like Africa and it's illegal there. It's, they can arrest you. If they find it on your phone, they can arrest you. They find you having like conversations with someone and they it's a loving relationship or something. They can arrest you for that. Um, I don't know if they can execute, but I know that happens in different countries. It's still illegal in several countries to be LGBT. Um, and that's, it's still not, definitely still not free or equal in the U S but it's still very illegal and very bad in other countries. And, uh, I don't know. I think going to that worship thing might've opened some of our friends eyes because they were there and they got to see how much it hurt us. Not that they're in relationship with us and they got to witness that and be like, Whoa, like I get why they don't go to things. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm so thankful for our vacation. We needed that reset. It felt like a reset for me. Like Reminding me what we're going after in life. Reminding me to dream, keep dreaming bigger. Mm-hmm. I want a pool like that one day. Um, reminding me the value of amazing friendships. And uh, I real, I don't, I love deep friendships. I don't, I don't like surface level. Like let's go deep. I loved that we got to do that with some mm-hmm. people, and um, our kids had a blast. I can't wait to go back. It's definitely got to be a yearly thing because mm-hmm. that was fun. Well, we talked about going back for Pride. So did we? We'll see. Yeah. Oh, we did? That's in August. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's right before your vacation time ends because thank you, iPhone launch. Um, if you didn't know, because Maddie's been in the cell phone industry for so long, from like September to the end of Christmas, money cannot take off. 
So, so yeah. we're always on summer vacations and Christmas vacations <laughs> because iPhone launch is the, all those months and then it's Black Friday. And mm-hmm. anyways, that would be we fun do. to go back for August for Pride. Yeah, yeah. we should. That'd be great. I, I enjoyed it. We usually go to Florida and we fly, but there's no way I'm getting on a plane with Apollo right now. I mean, maybe not for two years. Unless we give him some Dramamine. Like, yeah. driving home was hard. He yeah. got a stomach bug in the middle of the night, our last they night there. Leaving back. Yeah. I knew I needed sleep. I didn't get any sleep. And Maddie was feeling car sick. So she took a kid's Dramamine. Apollo threw up like several times in the car, seven hour drive. I was like drinking energy drinks all the way, driving. That um, was rough. That's probably why I'm still so tired. I uh, am too. I'm exhausted. <laughs> it was a it was a long last day. But it was the best. And if um Again, I just want to say thank you all for listening. If you haven't already subscribed or liked or hit this, the bell um, for notifications on YouTube, um, please leave us a review. Those help. We love your comments on the videos. Um, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, especially. Uh, I can see all y'all's comments there. Um, I really appreciate it. I really appreciate your time um, and just sitting with us and listening to us and um I really do enjoy the feedback. Like I enjoy getting to talk to people and hear their stories. It's there's nothing I love more than getting to hear people's stories. I think they're amazing. I got some really cool interviews lined up for the next couple weeks um, that will come out whenever they come out. But I hear our son crying. So until next time, have a great one. Hey guys, thanks for listening to my mom's podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Turn on the notifications and give this video a big thumbs up. Also, thanks for your comments and your feedback. Hey guys, thanks. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for listening to my podcast. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Why don't you do a mic check? Because I'm going to go upstairs and get my headphones. Okay. You get on my nerves for making me do this after my first day back. Thank you for loving me. You're the best. <laughs> oh, I forgot to bring down our new flag. We could talk about how, how good it felt to be in a city. Mm-hmm. That was so much more inclusive. Like it didn't, we didn't feel like we stood out. I feel like we stood out here all the time. That was part of it. It's just like how the trip was. Well, also, though, we don't go out anywhere. Like I don't know how downtown is, or there's not. It's definitely not as many gay people walking around as I saw just walking down Congress Avenue for an hour. You saw a lot of gay people. Way more. I was like, we're not the only ones, thank God. You can go to a UT basketball game. It's all you're going to see is lesbians. <laughs> That's my whole life. Sign me up twice. <laughs>